We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, into the noon hour here on Cody and Gold. We're going to head out to Arrowhead in just a minute or so and hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid exclusively on 610 Sports Radio. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Schwert with you. It's interesting, the feeling around like the AFC today. I, I was I caught a couple of the, the national shows this morning, and some of the questions have been about like, oh, is Cincinnati now the best team in the AFC? What does this what does this mean for Kansas City? And I know later in the week we can dive into to some of this a little bit deeper. But the the number one seed conversation, of course, just got way more interesting. And as I say that, Andy Reid is ready. So let's head out there. Uh, again, I don't have any injury updates for you. Um, guys are just starting to come in now from the late get back. So uh, all in all, I thought um, we did some good things. We just had a couple, couple mistakes down the down the stretch, and when two good teams are playing each other, yeah, that takes place, and it can cost you. And so, uh, that's kind of what happened. Not that there weren't plays in between there that needed to be made, likewise, you know, uh, but down the stretch, when you have an opportunity to potentially go up uh, on them and make it real difficult you know we can't have the things happen that happen anyways with that time's yours let's go first to adam teicher go ahead adam hey andy um you you talked a little bit after the game uh uh, last night about that uh decision to kick try the field goal toward the end of the game there um just curious what your thinking was on the third down because you remember pat took a sack lost four or five yards were you thinking uh, after the third down play you were in four down territory or were you always thinking you were in field goal mode? And, and uh, Pat, uh, Brad will have a second question as well. Yeah, I listen, I thought we were in field goal mode. So um, that's what I said last night. That's what, you know. Okay. So you, were, you, were, you, were in, uh, you were in field goal mode pretty much the whole uh, on third down as well there? Depend. No, on third down, I was trying to 
get a first. Well, no, down. I, no, I understand that, but you were thinking field goal there if, you, if that pass was incomplete or something like that. Yeah, potentially, okay. yes. Okay, all right. Um, you can clinch the division uh, Sunday if you win and have some other things happen. Um, were you thinking entering this year, this might be the most difficult of, of years to get that done, just given the moves that all the other uh, AFC West teams have made this year? Um, I tell you, yes, I thought all the AFC West teams bettered themselves. I thought we, you know, which was, has already been said, but had one of the tougher schedules in the league. And I'm proud of how the guys have kind of battled through that to get to this point. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Good morning, Coach. Rush to say good afternoon. I, I, the Bengals have, have typically been this team, and you know when they're playing other teams that have, are allowing sacks, and, and it seemed like you guys had taken a, a really significant step forward. Anything as you watch the film of this game that has maybe led them to have a little bit more success at, at protecting Joe uh, against your your squad than than other teams? Yeah, you know we we got around them. We just didn't get them on the ground, which we've got to be, do a better job with. Um, he he has a knack for for getting getting out of there, and and he he did a good job. And it wasn't that we didn't have people around him. That that wasn't the the case. Um, uh, majority of the time, there were people there. We just he slithered underneath. Them. Let's go next to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach, uh, you mentioned last night how this can be a learning experience for your guys. Uh, what gives you confidence that they can take this and become better uh, because of it? Well, you, listen, you learn from every game, but when you have a young team, uh, that was a pretty uh, pretty good football team you're playing. So you, you can learn. Uh, you learn from your experience out there against uh, good skill players um how you have to handle them uh you you know you learn that every opportunity you, you got to take advantage of and I, I know the punters didn't have a big day but you you want to keep them off the field as much as you possibly can from from your offensive side and uh um and then um uh, you know touchdowns obviously become become important turnovers become important all your situational football is magnified when you have two good teams playing against each other. Let's go next to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, Brad, I'll have a follow-up as well. Um, Coach, did anything different? You know, I've, we've talked about the, the drop eight and the shell defense and all, and all that. Is this a look you, you'd, you'd seen before or do they have a new wrinkle to it this time? You know what, Seren, they, they added a little bit more just straight zero in there. Um, they, they pop with it uh, normally, but they, they showed us a couple of all-out blitzes. Um, and I thought, you know, Pat and um, uh, Eleven did a nice job of working, you know, working that down the field. So they, they did a good job against it. But... They did. They did the drop eight against us. I thought we, we were productive against it. Um, and then the roughing. I'm not asking about the the roughing the passer penalty per se. I know you can't get into that, and you don't want to criticize the refs and get fined and all that. But what what is the the is there a a paragraph you've got somewhere that describes how you're supposed to hit a quarterback and and not end up with a flag? Does the league have details on that? 
So we're in, it's something new and it's uh, all over the place. I think uh, we're, we're getting different, different looks. I thought, you know, I, I didn't agree with that. Now John's a, a heck of an official too. So, but this thing we've got to get worked out and work through because I, I didn't see that one. Looks like we've got a couple more. We'll go Sam and then Nick. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Andy. Um, I, I know Travis isn't going to go for uh, for 150 every game, and you guys didn't run a whole lot of offensive snaps last night, but what did you see that they were doing uh, with, with the attention they were giving him? Yeah, listen, they did a good job. Now, left other people, left other people open. Um, but they and, – and I could have – let me start that uh, with this, Sam, that I, I could have dialed up more things that were a little bit more – friendly for him too and and got him into space a little bit more so some of that is on the calls um other is they they had a plan for him you know where they're going to double in and out him and um you know take him out now it, listen it opened up things for, for the other guys to to be productive but we take a lot of pride in being able to get guys open when somebody has a plan on them and then, Second half, we did a little better with it. So, uh, and Trav did better. We'll ask Nick Jacobs. Go ahead, Nick. Andy, um, my question for you is with the youth you had on secondary and the rookies on defense, what do you hope they kind of took away from playing in a playoff atmosphere like that in a game that intense and having a trio of that caliber of receiver? What do you kind of hope they took away from that? Yeah, Nick, that, I, I think that this uh, is – hurt as they are, uh, uh, I, I think that that's going to help them grow. And, um, you know, whether it's a leverage thing, whether it's uh, uh, not having to strike hard at a ball, but just getting your hand on the ball is good enough. Uh, your footwork and how you handle that, all those, all those things against good players. And you had a variety of sizes that you're going against. I just, I think, uh, um, and speed. So I, I just think that that they can, they look at it properly, you know, which, which they're, they're pretty good that way and look at it properly. They can grow from that. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right. That's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid speaking exclusively here on 610 Sports Radio on a Monday. Uh, you, you could tell he didn't want to talk too much on the rough in the passer call, but clearly frustration still with that. Of course, in this game, it was on Stallworth. Uh, a key personal foul penalty, one of two penalties on that drive that extended it for for Cincinnati. But just like I think more than anything, the frustration, even from fans, is just like ha- something consistent. What is and what isn't something like what else is Stallworth in that spot? In fairness, to do yeah, but in fairness, that has been consistent. That one has been consistently called this year. If you lay down on top of the quarterback, they're going. But to even flag Gene Steratore mentioned during the broadcast, he's like, it was a form tackle. Like he, he was, it wasn't just like that. He fell on top. He actually had him wrapped. He, he wrapped him up, which sometimes they're not supposed to call that because he. It wasn't just that like he shoved uh, him and then landed on top of him. He had him wrapped up as in he was tackling him. I guess they like, went into like, like rolled. <laughs> it's a joke, man. It's not why they lost the game. Let's let's, let's make that clear. No. But but no. the whole I, the rough in the past stuff is abs of course is absolutely ridiculous and. In a weird way, it feels like the Chiefs have been the the victim of it a little bit more than, than others. It's hard to say. We're in Kansas City, but man, man, it's I gotta be so frustrating if you're Stallworth. I mean, Nick asked the question, you know, do we think that's part of the the reason why Mike Dana on the final play of the game looked like he just laid up and stopped? You, you do have to wonder if that's in the mindset for some of these guys. I think it would be. How could it not be? Chiefs get I, and I, look, we don't watch every other team play every game. Yeah. 
It feels like they get a disproportionately high number of them, but I don't know that that's the case as much as we're just watching them when they occur. And it, you know what it is? The Chiefs are a very good team. They're a Super Bowl caliber team. We know that. But it's, they can't overcome really big penalties. Like the McDuffie pass interference thing eventually leads to the touchdown or that leads to the touchdown. It's just, they're not the kind of defense considering their youth that they're just going to be able to stop a drive even though that penalty were to have occurred. And that's that's really what it is. Because th- that last question by Nick Jacobs, very good. Because he's asking about the young secondary. It's like, what do you hope that they learn from playing in a hostile atmosphere, going against supremely talented players in an incredibly heated game? Because they have to get better. Like, very simply put, the Chiefs' hopes, as the season goes on, will still be reliant on three rookies' corners' ability to stop. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, Tyler Boyd. Those guys, those kinds of players. It's not going to be about whether or not they can stop whoever the leading receiver is this year for the Jets. Sure. I don't know who the leading receiver is. I wish they might have to play the Jets in the playoffs. We'll we'll, we'll see. Garrett, Garrett Wilson, right? I think there's a chance he could he I, actually have a good game. I wish that Andy Reid would have said, oh, I, I would hope that they would learn that those three guys are really good, and then the week before the game, don't say publicly that you're going to shut them down. Well, in fairness, what, I, hope that, I hope that the young guys learned that. In fair, like, shockingly, it was the veteran that made the I mistake. It, was, it, wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't like McDuffie or J- Jalen Watson didn't know any better and made a comment about the opposing receiver slash tight end slash whatever position he plays because Justin Reid wasn't aware of that. It was a veteran. Justin Reid been in the league long enough. And we, we played you the cut already. Like Andy Reid on Friday already wasn't happy about so we the comment. Do now that. that's like that's always weird. Like the balance of like that's not why Cincinnati won the game, but it just doesn't help the cause. And certainly when you end up losing and then you individually don't play well, and that's why the it makes you look kind of fool. It, yeah, and it's 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 why the trash talk is where it's at this week. And 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 until another result occurs, I mean that right now. At some point in time, will Patrick Mahomes beat Joe Burrow in Cincinnati? Of course. At some point, it will happen. I hope it happens in the playoffs if they have to run into it. Last time the Chiefs beat right. Cincinnati in Cincinnati? Uh, Alex Smith was a quarterback or 1984. something? 1984. So Bink said that stat, and someone else said that was inaccurate, and then we double-checked, and it was accurate, so I'm so confused on that stat. because Just that last was, time they beat the Bengals in yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, because that was Well, that, that only was comes up every three years. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I, any team just goes into Cincinnati and gets a win. It's one of the t- <laughs> We've been saying that for decades. One of the toughest places in the NFL to steal a win. It now actually is like a jungle. It actually is a tough place to play suddenly now. It, just, it definitely was not the case. I don't. I, that's what I told Bink. Like, I, don't, I don't really care what happened between 1984 and 2000. And five. It has no bearing whatsoever. You care on, about these last on, three. On, years. It has no bearing. What I care about is the fact Cincinnati has kicked the Chiefs' ass for three straight games, and that flat out sucks. And yeah, at some point Mahomes is going to beat Joe Burrow, but until that happens, man, they 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 get scoreboard times three on you. You just hope that either a you don't face them in the postseason right now, or if you do, of course you get the win. And then this game today or yesterday won't matter at all if you're able to actually beat them in the postseason. I think I think this game exposes real things, right? Like, okay, the secondary is still young. Elite talent's going to be a problem. Okay, makes sense. I think we saw some good things out of McDuffie, which we can get to as the week goes on, too. But it's just so it exposes that. Hey, the Chris Jones, no good. So the defense didn't have a good day because Chris Jones didn't have a good day. That's a problem. Their single biggest problem still in relating to a player that Andy Reid talked about there, Travis Kelsey. The biggest turning point of the game was obviously that fumble. No doubt. Because of when it occurred, at the time they were leading by four. They were already in Cincinnati territory. They had everything going in their way. But their inability to create turnovers, now coupled with the fact 
They're giving it away every game. For seven consecutive games, they have given the ball to the other team, and they are the second-to-last team in takeaways in the NFL, so they're not getting it to make this thing even. Teams with a negative turnover differential, very simply, they're not good. They're bad. They're bad teams. Bad teams have negative turnover Usually, differentials. Yeah. The only teams worse than Kansas City, not a single one has a winning record. The best record out of the bunch is 5-7. and seven. Well, The worst is the 1-10-1 Texans. A couple of 4-8 and eight teams and a 3-9 and nine Rams. They're bad teams. They're picking in the top 10 in the NFL draft if they had their picks. Bad. Yeah, the only teams. other bottom 10 team is Miami. So, I mean, in Miami's, ironically enough, they're basically, they're sitting with the same record of the Chiefs right there. R- uh, game behind. They yeah. blew, they got, they they got stomped by the 49ers and Miami would be Brock the, Purdy yesterday. Miami would have been the number one seed in the playoffs right now if they would have beat Brock Purdy in the 49ers because they would what have had a tiebreaker. knocked out of that game? First quarter? First or second well, quarter. Well, not yeah. just anybody takes down Brock Purdy. And Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. Not anymore. This is now the key for them. They're going to sign Baker, right? So they could have the number. So. so they yeah. could have a guy who was the number one pick and a guy who was the very last pick. That's right. That's kind of wow. fun battling it out. It's just why the NFL season is so tough to predict because the beginning of the season it was all about oh Trey Lance, this is your chance like to show Trey Lance gets hurt, of course, out for the season. Then it's like oh great, good thing you had Jimmy Garoppolo, and now it comes down to their chances of of going on a run come down to Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Anyway, but back back to like what you're saying with the with the turnovers. Yeah, it's one thing early on in the season when you brought it up about. Uh, the the inability to get takeaways. That's problematic in its own right, but if you're not turning the ball over, okay, you can withstand it. But now they're in this this bad spot where it's both, and, and you're right, yep. and that's where they're at right now, uh, having seven straight games with giveaways. And that is something that, against a team like the Texans in a couple weeks, yeah, you can overcome that. Playoff teams, no. That'll that'll get your ass bounced out of the playoffs. Super Bowl caliber teams? Hard, yeah, and which, which is what you're, I mean. Okay, so. In yep. all three of their losses this year, yep. Yep. they have lost the turnover battle consistently. Yep. And they have made late, costly, yes. fourth quarter turnovers. It's not just that they're making them. It's when, yeah. They're making them at the worst possible time in every single loss this year. That is a consistent theme. The Kelsey fumble was like at the 1350 mark or so of the fourth quarter. You had all the momentum on your side. From what you did in the third quarter, you get a stop on defense, you're marching down the field, and you could have made it potentially an 11-point game. At bare minimum, you thought, I right, make it a 7-point game. Could have made it an 11-point game. Well, then you get the fumble, all the momentum goes back to Cincinnati, and it, you never got it back. You, you, you never were able to get it back from that point forward, which was obviously frustrating. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think that Jags game earlier this year, they're fortunate it was the Jacksonville Jags because – the Chiefs were – we looked at the stat. It was like the first time that a team that won the turnover margin by three or more, which Jacksonville did, had lost a game or whatever it was mm-hmm. in the last 20-something games. I can't remember what the exact stat was. But they were fortunate to win that one. Again, you can get by with that against Jacksonville. You can get by with that against the Texans. Maybe against, playing with fire. It's going to cost them in the playoffs. Maybe against the Broncos on Sunday. Uh, but not, not against Cincy, that's for damn sure. Not against Buffalo. Not against Miami with the way that they had been looking up until losing to a third-string quarterback this week. So, yeah, man, these are these are things that have to be cleaned up and, and corrected for them to to go on a, on a deep playoff run. It's always hard when it's a player like Kelsey because he's never the problem. Oh, yeah. He, how you many know, games like, has he single-handedly won for this franchise? So you know what I mean? Many. Yeah, it's, it sucks. So many. And he, he, like, there's uh, no point in burying him today because no, he cost them knows. one game one time. Everybody knows. I mean, it was, it was a massive swing in the game. Massive swing. And you saw in the very next drive, they went right back to him. <laughs> it's weird. They, they, they do that usually with rookies and all that. But the very next possession, 
the first pass was clearly something like it was just a quick dump off to Kelsey. Like we're getting the ball right back in his hands immediately. And that's that's what they've that's what they've done with rookies, and they just did it with a veteran in, in Travis Kelsey. And again, Travis Kelsey tonight will be on the Chiefs uh, Kingdom show with Mitch Holtis over at the Hy-Vee in Olathe right here on Six Ten Sports. Just real quick to make you feel worse about the what? turnover. Oh, thank you battle. for that that sentence. Here, real quick to make you feel worse. The worst therapist ever. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Please go ahead. Like, hey, here's yeah. everything I'm dealing with today. Hey, want to feel even worse than you already do? Sure, Cody. Yeah. Please, <laughs> Your dog make, just died. Yeah, make me feel worse. Go ahead. In the last decade. Yeah. The winning percentage of teams who win the turnover battle. In the playoffs, seventy-four point four percent. I mean, it makes sense, right? You're not, surprised. A, You're not surprised by that. No, but <laughs> yeah. it's not. But that's their. Pro- yeah. They lose the turnover battle constantly. I, you know what? Gold, it, do you want me to make you feel even worse than that? Your mom just called me and said she doesn't love you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, Gold's mom would say that to him, even if she thought it. I think she would just let him go on living, <laughs> thinking she still loved him. Wow. That's a deep, deep, <laughs> so deep. Deep, deep conversation all of a sudden. <laughs> Your mom doesn't seem like an intentionally Nick cruel does, person. Fortunately, Nick does not have those phone those digits, fortunately. Don't even refer to it like that. You know? Just say phone. When you're talking about your mother, just say phone number. Mothers don't have digits. They have phone you're numbers. The one that digits up, implies. Yeah. You're, 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 you know. you're the one that brought up my, my mother on this show. That's what happens. Uh, quickly out of the NFL, Adam Schefter reporting the Dolphins are signing former number one overall pick. Speaking of Eric Fisher. Really? Interesting. Placing starting offensive tackle Austin Jackson on IR. That is interesting. Okay. Eric Fisher's back. 31 years old. You know, he's a couple years removed from the, the serious injury that ultimately also led to the Chiefs moving on from him. He last played for the Colts a season ago, played in 15 games, so sat out all year. Just been, you know, I'm sure in shape to a certain extent, but sat out all year. It's like the Indomitian Sioux. There's yeah, several of these. Yeah. I, I, I think it's much different. Like, Indomitian Sioux, you could just handful of snaps, stuff the run guy. Yeah. Asking, they don't know, usually a, a, do that at tackle. Eric Fisher coming in this late. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, they, they, they of course, are right there. They the played thing of so bad in that game, and it was because Tua didn't have time. Tua with time, great. Mm-hmm. Tua with a little pressure in his face, like a lot of quarterbacks. Not nearly as great. Uh, from the A16 says they're with Cody. Cody's never called Nick. Okay. Well, that's that's a bad text, by the way, because that's literally not possible. Hmm. What do you think? Nick? Way to go, texter. It's <laughs> bad text. Disrespectful, you know. Sorry, Cody. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean for it to come to this. And it really does come full circle. You know, you started this conversation by saying you want to feel so worse. So it's my fault that the texter brought up my dead mom? That's what we're talking about? Yeah. It's my fault. I'm well, I'm to blame. I don't here? think it's your fault, but I think it's. You know, if we're divvying out slices of the pie. <laughs> so yours is probably I the biggest. Take, I have to take the blame here. That's why you never start a conversation with "want to feel worse." How do you feel about ghosts? You believe her? Do you believe in ghosts, Nick? Wait, what? Uh, do you believe that people can communicate with the dead? I believe in spirits. <laughs> That's really what this comes down to. Yeah. Could have been called in a different sense. You ever uh, played a Ouija board? I have. I have not. I also Whoa, have. Whoa, you haven't? Well, we should do I it on the show. So. I don't Got a live yeah. stream now? Let's yeah. do a Ouija board. Find out if this place is really haunted. <laughs> Has anyone ever said it's haunted? It's built like 1996. No, you're just supposed I don't to think pr- the ghosts even want to deal with the temperature regulation in this building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, they can't handle it. I don't think they want to because right now it's, it's a damn, hot. It's a damn sauna. It's a damn sauna in here, and it was freezing yesterday. Or last yeah. week, it's thirty-two degrees oh last week, goodness. eighty-two Seriously, this week. I, I might have to take the hoodie off. It's all, absolutely miserable. Let's all go shirtless the rest it's, of the it's show. Absolutely miserable for the people on the video stream. <laughs> really get a oh, show. Goodness, 
Well, you know what? Honestly, sometimes we need moments like this. After another frustrating loss real against quick, Cincinnati, yeah, do you, you need, you need do you, like a you need a brief reprieve? Because I know, with real quick with the Eric Fisher deal, I know at one point in time early this season that was someone that Chiefs fans are saying, "Oh, bring Eric Fisher back." Yeah. Now the Dolphins are bringing him in because they have to, because in their mind, right? Because there's a serious injury to their offensive line. Like, doesn't that make you feel a little bit differently about the Dolphins, though, in general? Like, as good as dynamic as they are offensively, their defense is not any good. They're right in the hunt, though, with the AFC playoff picture for even the division in the AFC East. But like, if one of their tackles is done, they're relying on a guy off the street like, who's 31 years old now. Like, that's, that's, that's like that is a big deal. Yeah, but so the reason why I understand that they're doing this kind well, of thing, it's a big I get, deal. I but get like, why they had a sign. They them. have so many eggs in this year's basket. Oh, they're all in. Like, they, they were trying to figure out about Tua, and now they've probably figured out enough that they're going to move forward with Tua. Feels like the most likely cause of action now. But I don't know. When you're moving your left, left tackle, I think, and I think we're going to talk about the one seed more tomorrow, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's just down to three teams. Okay. Pretty sure it's just down to Cincinnati, the Chiefs, and the Bills. It's hard for me still not to, I just don't to think mention you... the Dolphins. I know they just lost, but like they have, because they still have a head to head left, it means Against they, they have to be Buffalo, of course, head to head. Again, yeah, but they're but, already a loss behind in Kansas City, and they have the easiest remaining schedule. Well, this is why two games why against Chiefs... Denver and the Texans. I mean, come on, those are joke games. Yeah, maybe they can lose to the Raiders because the Raiders are scrappy. Depending on the day you catch them, no, I'm just saying and Seattle can be a challenge depending on the day you catch them. But still, the way it's all sorted out with Buffalo and the Von Miller injury as well, like I, I just feel like if we're gonna say Buffalo still, then I almost would have to say Miami is until yeah. they lose lo- until they lose to the Bills. When they lose, if they you lose know, to like the Bills if, again, if, then yeah, we're probably having a different. And knowing that the Bills schedule is still extremely difficult, I mean the Bills have Miami uh, and Cincinnati, Miami, Cincinnati, and the the Jets. Who I know they got questions and they them. just got blown out, but they did beat them even with Zach Wilson earlier this season. And now they got Mike White, who we'll see if that. And they still the Patriots, who under almost any circumstance will cause a problem. Yeah, never you never know. know. Although we just saw them play on Thursday, and it it was a massacre. Mac Jones, it was brutal. But that's not, that's what the Patriots, you just, yeah. it's like the game, it's like the one against the Raiders. I won't completely rule that game out because they're pesky. They're always pesky against the Chiefs. It's just the way it works. That's how I rank that Patriots game against Buffalo. Coming up next, we'll get to the random question of the day. And the one thing that Cincinnati absolutely is to Kansas City. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold. Thanks for hanging out on a Monday. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Short with you. We'll get to the random question of the day coming up in about eight minutes or so. Of course, we are video streaming as well. Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. You can check out the show on there. Video stream is up and running. Cody has taken an article of clothing off during the break. Makes it sound way worse if I never say done, that. Never done. I've never seen somebody do radio pantsless before. So Yeah, an art, article, article of clothing. Gold has a really weird stance that we've talked about before. So he, he's too hot. He wants yeah. to take this sweatshirt off. It's too yeah. hot. Yeah. He'd like to take it off, but he only is wearing a white t-shirt underneath, yeah. which he will not allow people to see him in. Okay, well, let's just ask. I'm not going to just wear a, call, a, a white undershirt. I have follow-ups. It's a regular shirt. Is it a basic, like, Hanes white tee? Yeah, or whatever. Sure, yeah. So you're afraid. Yeah. What you're really afraid of, just, and he's got a, a white, he's got lighting, it's right? It's a white shirt. We've got lighting. A, we were talking about ghosts earlier. You're, I'm going to really be a ghost. Here's a couple things he's probably afraid of. First off, it's an undershirt, so it's probably a little smaller. It is. It's gonna make. It it's gonna make. It's gonna look weird. Yes. And you're afraid of the nips popping, aren't you? Oh, no, because it's too hot in here. The nips won't be popping. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna be cold. Wait, you're positive the nips won't be popping? Yes, it's not that tight of a shirt. Well, it, it usually undershirts are a little thinner. It, it is. It's just not that tight to where the, those would be popping. The nips <laughs> yeah. is what you're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> How many times can we say nips popping in one segment? Uh, you, you're keep setting going, a record. Keep going, Nick. You want to get one more in? Gold said it twice. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say it zero times. I think I'm going to I mean, Cody's wearing a t shirt right now. That's what I'm saying. It's just a t shirt, man. But it's, it's fine. Not the same. It's, it's just the white shirt. Anyway, it's warm in here. You're correct. It is very warm. I think you should just wear the white t shirt. Yeah. It's just me and you and Nick and everybody. Well, I, come on. It's just a live stream. What are you going to do? What are they going to do? Like, just, take a bunch of screenshots and stick them on the internet? Yes. Yes. yes that's yes. exactly what that's, they'll do, Cody. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just are suffer. Are you new to the internet? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just suffer. It's a white t-shirt. It's not that weird. Why? Do, okay. Now I'm actually concerned with how much you <laughs> want him to take off his sweater. <laughs> <laughs> just drop it, dude. Cody really wants me to take He's this hoodie off. He's dying for you to lose an article of clothing. <laughs> just saying, why oh, make yourself man. uncomfortable? You're going to look creepy now. 
<laughs> Imagine if he was a woman and you were doing all this. Come on! Just take it off. Yeah, so it just sound like her. If, if baby, it's cold outside. You, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. You like oh, it. Man. Take your shirt off. <laughs> You'll feel better. <laughs> Who cares if it's a little sheer? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have said if, if you had a female co-host, you definitely would not have been saying that. And Nick wouldn't <laughs> be. Can, and Nick would not be saying. Nick would not be saying nips. I can promise you that. <laughs> I can promise you that. Wow, we're both reverse sexism right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh goodness, man. It was because I think deep down we don't want to. We some people maybe are trying to avoid talking about what is reality now for Chiefs fans. And that is a team that owns you. Sorry, like it sucks. There's a team in Cincinnati that owns you right now, and until further notice, they own you. Maybe you'll get a chance at them again in the playoffs. You should actually be hoping you don't. And if not, you're gonna have to wait two more years or playoffs next year. You're not they're not on the regular season schedule next year. You're either gonna play them in the postseason this year or have to wait until next postseason to try to exercise some of the demons here because it's a real thing. This team has your number. This team is what you have been to so many teams. Cincinnati is your kryptonite for whatever re- for whatever the reason may be. Joe Burrow most notably. <laughs> That's probably um, a big part. But that that is a team that you do not want to face. And that's why they can, they can talk all the trash they want. It's the same thing that we'd be doing here in Kansas city. And we did do in Kansas city when the chiefs have owned this division, when the chiefs have owned the Baltimore Ravens in the past, they don't line up well against Cincinnati. Cincinnati frustrates the Kansas city just enough on offense to get by. And they line up well against every Kansas city defense because the two choices are old or young. They don't have the established top-end kind of defense you have to consistently have. And for whatever reason, they have every bit of the Chiefs' pass rush figured out. It doesn't make any sense, or maybe it's just bad luck at this point. Maybe they got the yips when it comes to the pass rush against Joe Burrow, but they simply cannot sack him. They don't line up well against Cincinnati. And I think, like, I was trying to compare this to, because, like, I think every quarterback, every team in the history of the NFL has this team. For Josh Allen, it's Patrick Mahomes. For Tom Brady, it was Eli Manning. Tom Brady won so much. But damn it, Eli stood in his way a couple of times. Maybe it was just the Mannings in general, but it was more Eli than it was that because he got him twice, even in an undefeated regular season year, Eli always got him. For Mahomes, it's clearly going to be Burrow because it's already like the story's already been told enough that it's not Allen. It's not that Allen can't beat him in a game. It's not that Allen won't beat him in a playoff game at some point or hasn't beat him in a regular season game, whatever. But he's not going to be the guy who always gets you. That guy is already firmly established with Burrow. The sucky part is, is that if I had asked you at any point during Eli's run where he ranked amongst the top quarterbacks in the NFL, at his best, you'd have gotten to what? Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth in the NFL? If I asked you right now, where's Joe Burrow rank amongst the best quarterbacks in the NFL? After, I'm assuming, after Mahomes and Allen. He's top ten, man. He's way better than top. He's top five, right? Not top five. He's in a top top seven. I'm, su- I'm actually surprised to hear that. Why is he not in the top five for you yet? What more would you like to see from Joe Burrow? Yeah, he's not top five quarterback in the league. Who are your not f- just changing it because of yesterday? No, let's not get bogged down in who the five are. But like, what what would you need to see in order no, for just, him to I, be in that level? A, because he keeps beating the guy five. who I have at one every right. year consistently. Right, but this is where it's we, we were gonna I was, we were gonna get into this conversation a little bit more, which is why like the Chiefs don't want to see Cincinnati. But I'm not convinced that. Like, Buffalo and Miami just can't beat Cincinnati. The Chiefs can't beat Cincinnati. Like, Buffalo and Miami, I, I still think, would have a great chance to beat Cincinnati. Luckily, we're going to get our answer to that against Buffalo pretty soon and maybe in the playoffs against Miami. 
the Chiefs don't want, let's not confuse it, at least for me, like, the Chiefs don't want to see Cincinnati. I don't know if it's Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo's sitting there saying, we'd, we, we, we'd, rather, we'd rather see Kansas City than Cincinnati. I don't think Buffalo's saying that. I don't think Miami necessarily at this point, depending on what happens in their game again against Buffalo, I don't think they're guaranteed saying, yeah, we'd rather see Kansas City than Cincinnati. I don't think everybody, I don't think the rest of the league is like that. Sure, but That's the rest of the league Kansas should be City. fearing Joe Burrow as much as they sure. fear yeah. Allen and Mahomes Perhaps, in a playoff but, game right now, shouldn't they? Perhaps, well, yeah, but like, he keeps winning big games. He's winning big, but again, I think in Kansas City, it's a whole different conversation now. It's because what, what he's doing against the Chiefs. Is he capable of beating Buffalo and Miami? Of course, but like it is not the same cut the same way for Baltimore for multiple years where Mahomes was, I think, what, three and zero against Lamar, wasn't he? He was like three and zero against it Lamar. Was. The same way if you were a Ravens fan, you're like anybody but Kansas City. And if we're in Kansas City, it's like anybody but Joe Burrow and Cincinnati right now. I think it's a little bit different. As far as like the top five thing, yeah, we can we can do that later in the week if you want. But like I would just say that there's only five quarterbacks that can be in the top five, obviously. This is always like and so I don't suddenly just knock a bunch of guys out of the mix off of one game. That's all. Like I didn't it's have It's not one game. Like Joe guys Burrow. who used to get to be in that I, I list don't Joe, get to be anymore, like Lamar or I didn't Rogers have, or I didn't Brady. Have, I didn't I didn't have Joe Burrow at the beginning of the season, so I'm not gonna just change in the middle of the season. Uh, we can revisit this when we head in the next season, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, there's enough of this season gone that I know where quarterbacks are right now. Yeah, like, I don't, you know, like it's just, yeah, we, this is a good, we can do this conversation deeper. I would, I would argue a little bit. Like sure. Joe Burrow's definitely top 10, top seven. Jamar Chase. He hasn't Tyler, had Jamar Chase for Tyler a month and a half. T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, T Higgins and what they're at. So I, I think there's, there's more nuance to the conversation. When you're, I, I think it's definitively top five. Like, just uh, at, like not even a question. I don't even have to put together the rest of the list yet to know that. But we can do that, like you said, a little bit later on. The problem remains the same. You would rather face any combination of teams that doesn't include Cincinnati. So yeah. all of a sudden, the one seed becomes pretty important. No doubt. Because no doubt. if you're the two seed, there is a very strong likelihood Cincinnati's the team you're going to face. Because as of right now, they're tied for their division. And Lamar Jackson is out for what all they were willing to say is not season-ending. <laughs> yeah, he could be out till the playoffs, right? I mean, theoretically, if they make it. They got a pretty know. soft schedule and a really good coach. So I'm not saying they can't win games in the absence of Lamar yeah, Jackson. And they can do some of the same things to a certain extent with the backup that they have. They can, but not, but not fully. Not it's Lamar. not Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And they sure. still are limited in what their capabilities are going to be. Which means if you end up as the two and they're the division winner and they're going to get because the the top end of the AFC looks very scary. Every other team hates the idea that it is likely going to take you getting through three games. You're going to have to beat Cincinnati in the first round or beat the Chiefs in the first round or beat the Bills in the first round. Then you have to go to Cincinnati or Buffalo or Kansas City in the second round. And then you have to go to Cincinnati or Kansas City or Buffalo in the third round to get to the postseason. They're all dead in the water. Those aren't the teams you fear. It's can you avoid Cincinnati as long as possible so that, like you said, a team like Miami might take care of some dirty work for you. One of those teams that is good enough to win two games against the teams we're talking about or one game, right? Miami gets in the playoffs. Maybe they get to play Tennessee. And then when they get done playing Tennessee, then they take care of Cincinnati for you, but they're not also going to be Buffalo. They're not also going to yeah. beat you. Like you can hope for those things to play out differently. It becomes more important because Cincinnati just sitting in your hip pocket, waiting to play you again in the postseason with three straight wins, and I know they're all for three points. So it should feel different. You know, Buffalo's beaten them way worse than this lately. Sure. Tennessee's beaten them way worse than this, a team that is 
played well until yesterday. Yeah, it's just to this point, you, you haven't shown you can beat them. It's as simple as that. You haven't shown you can beat them. But you're right. I mean, it, these have been competitive games, including a couple, two of them, where you were up double digits uh, in the second half on Cincinnati. AFC title game, we all know, was eight, what, an 18-point lead. And then yesterday, even though the Chiefs were playing terrible in the first half, they had a lead in the fourth quarter with the ball. <laughs> you know? It's like... It's a, they're they're right there in the games, but you got to eventually get a W out, out of this. Otherwise, this is going to be the conversation. Can you, we all, I mean, we thought this week was fun. This past week was fun with some of the trash talk. And while there won't be the trash talk on the trash talk on the Chiefs side heading into a playoff matchup, but if it's a divisional round game, or I guess still a wild card weekend game, there's a scenario where that could still come into play. Uh, can you imagine what what what? I guess the wild card, the Bengals would have to lose their division in order for the wild card to happen because we know the Chiefs will be hosting at bare minimum on wild card weekend. Yeah, they're winning. They can win the division this weekend. This weekend, which we've all already like that's been done for a little while. But yeah, takes the Raiders they, losing, but yeah. Um, yeah, they can win the, the the division this weekend. I saw a stat for the Broncos. We've got to we've got to talk we'll about the Broncos the at some point yeah. in the week. But there's an offensive stat that we'll get to later in the week. It is jarring. How just oh, how it's bad. the worst offense in Broncos history. It's the worst offense in the NFL. Yeah, but in the history of that Broncos franchise, I think it is the worst now. Didn't they once have Tim Tebow as their quarterback for the entire year? There, was, there were also other office. terrible quarterbacks. Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler. You can, you can go for a while. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. like, I know you said earlier this year, Russell Wilson can absolutely play himself out of the Hall and of by, Fame. And by the way, Gold, can't play like those, this for the rest of his were career. Were all those guys sure. yeah, that you just mentioned, out. were What's they that? all making, all those quarterbacks you mentioned, were they also making $45 million a year? They were not. <laughs> they also weren't locked in till for five more years or four more years with those guys. They weren't. They And they didn't trade for them either. They, 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 they did not trade for uh, uh, for uh, Trevor Simeon. It's interesting, you know, how different those processes were, yet yielding similar, if not worse, results. All right, let's get to the random question. Random question. For you, Gold, for you, Nick, and over the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the Window Source of Kansas City. We can thank Joe Burrow for ruining what seemed like an MVP caliber play, a highlight career play when Patrick Mahomes ran in the end zone and appeared to air Jordan dunk on a guy for a touchdown. Very cool play. Unfortunately, they lose, so it doesn't get to go in the all-time highlight reels of plays he's made, but the game just happened, so we're going to talk about it one more time. So my random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City is, what is your favorite posterization mm. ever? Like, Mahomes had that moment? Let's do that. I'll, my answer quickly yeah. is the Vince Carter in the USA uniform. <laughs> that is such a good... He is, like, sitting on the shoulders of that player for the original Dream Team, it is such a good one. I know there are a lot of good ones in the history of the NBA and college basketball, like Shaq dunking and then shoving the guy you over. Can't, right. You can't steal him. You already gave your answer. Okay, fine. So My answer is Vince Carter for Team USA. Because Nick? the guy you just mentioned. Shaq? Nobody remembers that guy's name. His name is Chris Dudley. And Shaq dunks on him, puts his junk in his face, then gets to the ground and just two-handed shoves him. Like, <laughs> not even angrily. That's the best part about that posterization is that Shaq wasn't shoving him because he was mad. He was shoving him because he could. And that guy was so mad, he stood up, took the ball, and then threw it at the back of Shaq as he was running down the court. That, to me, That's the most disrespectful one. dunk. Uh, I have another one, too, but I'm not going to get... I'm not going to do don't what give I it, just got Don't give it until... Don't, don't give it away until Alex at least gives his Mine, answer. I'll do this one. The reason why it actually... It, 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 is brought up like top of mind to me is only because as we've seen in the last was probably been going on the last three, four years where Scotty Pippen's been making a fool of himself 
you know, in his media tour. But we forget he actually had one of the more famous dunks, and it was over Patrick Ewing. So mm-hmm. the fact that knowing what we, we now know like about Scottie Pippen post-playing career and, and obviously how bitter he's been throughout his now last three or four years in particular uh, after the MJ doc came out and everything – Scottie Pippen absolutely posterized Patrick Ewing. I'm surprised that Scottie Pippen doesn't just tweet that photo out every single day. It's a ridiculous photo. But Scottie Pippen posterizing Patrick Ewing, like that's one if you're Scottie Pippen, of course you got the rings and everything, but for you to say you did posterize Patrick Ewing once, yeah. that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, the other one I was going to give was Sean Kemp over Alton Lister. That one was so angry. Also disrespectful where he dunks on him and then just points, gives the two-handed point, like, look at you, idiot. <laughs> this is going to follow you forever, and it has. A recent example on the text line, the DeAndre Jordan over Brandon Knight dunk, oh. which was also pretty good. The problem like, is some of those, like the great ones, you almost just want like an all-time great player to have done it, but that one was pretty. He like well, walked it, over him too, yeah, dude. because the, the sign of a great poster is that you only know the guy who got dunked on's name because of that moment. Yeah, I still think the Patrick Ewing. We all know who Patrick Ewing is, and <laughs> and that the fact that you, if you're Scottie Pippen, both. and you you're able yeah. to posterize somebody of that talent, that's pretty damn cool too. Like I think that adds. To, I get what you're saying, where you're like sometimes mm-hmm. it's some nobody, but if you could tell me, I can if I can posterize you, and you're someone that's a Hall of Famer or future yeah. Hall of Famer, that's pretty damn awesome. Someone's uh, mentioning Wayne's Wayne Selden against Baylor. Nick, does that one come ish, top of mind? Ish Wayne Wright, Big and, Twelve tournament, and they cut to his and uncle. And his uncle, uncle Wright, right, the big or whatever. Stands. Is that the one? Fran Fraschilla yeah. had a great yeah. call when he's like, "Oh, he gave him a facial." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we, had, we need to get the again. Audio, you but. know, it's a great posterization if like you remember those things about it. Uh huh. Like you're like Ish Wayne Wright. There's no reason for you to have remembered Ish Wayne Wright being a regular part of any conversation you've had, but you remember him because he got embarrassed by Wayne Selden one time. What was the one from a couple of years ago? Anthony Edwards, uh, I think it was his rookie year with the Timberwolves. He dunked over that. I don't remember the guy's name, but it was a pretty insane. I think Gabe Vincent. Again, the most random. I love those ones where it's just like, who? That can't be a real basketball player. You're like, "Is is that a real person? Oh, man. So now I gotta... God, I mean, yeah, Nick, Gabe Vincent. Of all the people, again, no reason, and that's the Anthony Edwards, it was Gabe Vincent. No reason for you to ever know who Gabe Vincent is. We don't, we're not even, like, in a town. God, the still shot of that photo. His face is at his <laughs> knee, and he's still, like, three feet away from the goal. It's just like, I'm going to ruin this photo for you forever. You're just going to have to forever have been standing there when this took place. Is is the football equivalent of a poster? I know what we saw last night was yeah, literally which, a poster, but yeah. is the football equivalent of a poster just like massive hits? Like I think of the uh, Jadavian Clowney um, so it's, it's, tackle I, versus I, Michigan where I, the guy's helmet pops off. I think the hits for sure, but also like the whole you got Moss thing, right? I mean, that's, uh-huh. you know, when it's not just – Beckham with a crazy catch. I'm talking about like you go up and you get it off the top of someone's head. You go over like that. Some of those to me would be maybe the equivalent where a wide receiver is going up and just snags the ball over your head. Because like, really me, what we're talking about is what is the most humiliating thing that can happen to you in sports In basketball. It's clearly getting dunked on. Yes. 
What's the most humiliating thing that can happen to you on a football field? Probably it's that. Getting, yeah, it's or getting, yeah. Having, having your ankles broken. Oh, what uh, I would say, what Deuce Vaughn in the Big 12 title game. Now it's a college kid, but somebody just falls back. Deuce Vaughn, of course, K-State won the Big 12 title game against TCU. The, the run, I think it was, maybe was that the last touchdown TCU yeah, K-State scored in that game where he just broke that. That <laughs> was, I mean, that's, that's bad. If you're in like, he, that was dirty, a dirty cut. By by Deuce Fawn. That was ridiculous what he made the, the safety. I think it was a safety look like in that play. So, yeah, I think it just sucks that uh, I wanted that photo framed, man. The Air Mahomes wanted it framed. I feel like I can't do it. Remind me what of if that. they win the Super Bowl this year? If they win the Super Bowl, who cares? You could. Probably. Yeah. But it's like, that again, the, the play where Mahomes was le- levitating above the ground in the Super Bowl. One, it was an incomplete pass, so that was my he first. He hit the like, guy between the I, eyes. I, one, it was an incomplete pass, so I can't get something framed of a play that didn't count. And I've pers- that's just a personal thing. Counted, and it counted also, as an incomplete pass. Also, <laughs> also, <laughs> also, <laughs> also, they, of course, got their ass kicked in the Super Bowl. So I, don't, I might frame it up a photo from when my, my, my hometown team got their ass kicked. It's hard to have an iconic moment in a losing effort. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, well said, Nick. Hey, you, know, you know, what is it in baseball? They're saying it's a bad flip. Certainly the swords, because like Rob, like the the pitching ninja guy, like yeah. anytime you have to like go to a knee and just take some hideous hack at it, something for for hitters, it's probably that for pitchers. It's probably That's someone probably bad flipping fair. on you, right? Yeah. A lot of people also saying stiff arm in football, but who stiff arms can be like some very of the, some devastating. Of the, the one with that, unfortunately, Samaje Pirine put on Justin Reed. And that'd be one. As like well. I still remember yeah. watching Garrison Hurst in like snatch someone's soul out of his body with his stiff arm. So it's like, uh-huh. yeah, those do kind of stand out the way dunks do a little bit. Don't they? Like you're just thinking about Derrick Henry ruin players that mm-hmm. way. Just ba- yeah, just basically any time. Derrick Henry's been tried- MIA. By the way, Derrick Henry MIA the last three weeks of the season. Ever since the Chiefs game. Seriously. Yep. MIA. The Chiefs ended Derrick Henry. Congratulations. <laughs> so you know what? The Chiefs defense <laughs> isn't dead yet. They ended the career of a Hall of Fame running back. Hmm. Well, that's my random question today. I figured we didn't get to talk about that play. We would be talking about that play so much today. If okay. the Chiefs had won the game? No, uh, that is the Ram question of the day. Uh, you were gone all last week. I was. Pink guy and whatever else going on with the foot. I don't know. what the stuff. All kinds of Life. stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you you still caught up uh, or was up to date at least a little bit with what was going on. I don't I know. Was. We established a new rule while you were gone, and I think it's fair that we all get an opportunity. If any of us are gone from the show, we get 60 seconds for the topics that we missed to get to go. Yeah, on. for an extended time, not just one day, right? You got to be gone for... Yeah, for an two extended three days. Time. Yeah, two or three days. When you're gone in a little bit or gold was gone, we let him do it. So I would like 60 okay. seconds on the clock to give my opinion on a couple of things I missed. Okay, you got five, three. Wait a minute. I thought it was I thought it was 30 seconds. I thought we gave gold uh, a I thought good I got 30 seconds. I, don't remember. I, got, I thought I got 60. Okay, I, fine. I, we'll give you 60. I'd like 60. All right. Uh, when you hear the timer st- when you start talking, I will start the timer. Okay, well, let's start with the very first thing. The KU and MU game. Both teams are in the wrong because KU did this exact same thing for 15 years and they hid behind their guy, Bill. They were like, oh, self's right. We don't need to play them. We don't get anything out of it. Wrong. College sports are built on rivalries. They should always play each other. They should be forced to play each other. They shouldn't be getting a choice to go play in the Gasparilla Bowl instead. These two teams should have to play each other. And I don't like the fact that MU felt like they were ducking at this time even though it was Kansas the last time. Also, Andy's wrong. Trash talk is fun, and the Chiefs should do it more, and I don't care that they lost. It's fun, and I like it, and we work in radio, and I want more of it, and the NFL was right to flex the Chiefs to Sunday Night Football this week because the Broncos are the least watchable team in the entire NFL. 
They're downright miserable, as a matter of fact, and nobody wants to watch them play. We barely want to watch the game on Sunday unless it's going to be an embarrassment. Is that 60? Pretty good? God, you can't even fill 60 seconds. I thought I thought I didn't want to go I over. Thought you'd be able to, I thought you'd be able to handle 60 seconds. I was worried about going too long in the MUKU because I didn't want to run out. And then you started talking about the Broncos game. It was like, we have all week to talk about that. Yes, but I wanted specifically to talk about the, the decision to flex the game. Next time, I'm only giving you, if you're not going to use yeah, the, the full 60, I'm the, not going to give you the full I'll 60 use next, full time. 60 next yeah, time. The, the pie chart wasn't very even there. It was initially, <laughs> it, it felt like about 25 seconds on KUMU? KUMU and then like six seconds on Andy and six seconds on Sunday Night Football being flexed. And so you were left with 10 seconds, roughly. Yeah. I guess I should have done more. That MUKU <laughs> one was so Oh, it was fun annoying. on Friday. It was it was fun on Friday, and of course, KU's playing in the Liberty Bowl, not against Missouri. They're playing Arkansas. Missouri is in the Gasparilla Bowl against the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. Well, it's a couple of gold and black teams, if you think about it. Yes, and a couple of teams with Kansas in their name. It's going to be tough to figure so, out, you know, who which team has more fans in the stands at the Gasparilla Bowl. That would be so fun. Yeah. Can't wait. A what, a, what, a, what a great ripe. What's your guys' favorite Cold moment in the history of the Gasparilla just... Bowl? What is a Gasparilla? Do we know? I don't have any idea. That's a great question. Probably a flower, right? The that's not, You know what, Nick? That sounds about right. College football's decision to just kill uh, all rivalry is like, why? That's the best part of the whole You say oh, college a, football's Nick, decision a, as if it was, it was a, like there's a college football No, but body like the, the conference realignment is all a part of this, right? They're like, hey, you know, we really like when these two teams play each other. Like, no, we don't care anymore. We're just going to go to What's a Gasparilla, conference. Alex? Also known, uh, a mythical Spanish pirate. Oh. Huh. So we got a bowl game named after a mythical it's a pirate? Jose Gaspar, also known as Gasparilla, a mythical Spanish pirate. I think that's the same thing. I don't know. It's uh, surprising that that has gotten its own bowl. Is that right? I don't know. That's just what it says when I did a quick Google search. Mm. This is named for the Gasparilla Pirate Fest, named for pirate Jose Gaspar. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like that. That's why it's in Tampa, right? Get it? It's in Tampa. They got the pirate ship at the stadium. What is with fits. that city's infatuation with pirates? They're just like near it's water, so they're like... They think Bay must be pirates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Pirate Bay. I mean, that's just... People know that. Yeah. That's really leaning into a theme, by the way. Uh, we do all things pirate. You're like, you don't have to. <laughs> Find <laughs> a new theme. You know what I mean? Someone says, it's a gorilla <laughs> who saw something shocking. Gasping... Gorilla, Gasparilla. Gasparilla like is a trick, like right? That, that one's better than the pirate. Yeah. Also, people making fun of Cody for not being able to make it a full 60 seconds, if you, oh. know, what, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, wow. That's on the Take a shot to my too. dead mom and now my sex life. Fine, text line. Well, I, guess, I guess we're fighting today. Well, the sex, the sex life's always on the table. <laughs> 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 That's fair game. That is, that is fair game at this point. All right, coming up next, we'll get right back into talking about the audio from the weekend. There was plenty of it thanks to a certain coach that got hired for a certain college football program and this Chiefs defense, the continued struggles for one thing in particular. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 